question number one what does chingona mean <laughs> chingona means do you know yes you told me am i allowed to swear yeah say it badass bitch okay uh woman but woman. <laughs> <laughs> so lucky you're 21 <laughs> oh my god she just took it to a next level <laughs> Well, you told me I could swim. So I did. Badass woman is what it is. That's when she that's what Chingona means. And really, every every woman should feel like that. Yes. Is this on a 45? Every woman should feel like that. Just as they are. And I mean, it's fine if you're ultra feminine. We are not ultra feminine women. No. We can be. As I just Whatever you just did there. Whatever I did there. <laughs> We're not ultra feminine, but yet we are in spirit. And when we want to, when we want to look like a woman, we look like a woman. But when we want to like just chill out in our hoodies and sweats, like there is no shame in my chilling game. No shame in it whatsoever ever um and to me i'm a chingona see the when i heard that i was like oh my god yes if you want to describe me in one word chingona chingona. see and so if you're in my space if you're on my page if you're following my stuff and you're listening to my podcast you must have chingona energy at some point or another so welcome chingonas okay another question because this is from a follower who has followed my other pages and I've shared books that I like to read and so um, the question is what book are you reading now and I usually share my reviews and I didn't share my review of the book that I read trust your vibes by Sonia Choquette um which I love. And, um, but anyways, we should bring it off the, the, the shelf. And... I know, but then, then it might take a minute because you know, that my because shelf is beautifully arranged right. and <laughs> well, it's like a two man job. We'll put another picture. We will. Yeah. Because it was, it was a good book. It's I, mm, I loved it because it validated me learning how to trust my vibes because everybody should, which also, well, this is, I guess this kind of like segues into another question. Um, Why I call myself a practical spirituality hustler. I know, right? It's a new one. Really? You've never never heard heard it. No. So you don't follow me properly. You're grounded. (laughs) I'm kidding. I love you. Um, Yeah. Practical, (laughs) practical (laughs) spirituality. Practical spirituality hustler, because like, hello, spirituality is not unicorn. It's the unicorn vibes. We need to stay on task here. Sorry, I'm sorry. We're gonna stay on task. Um, spirituality is practical. It's not complicated at all, and I find a lot of people think that it's complicated or weird, or you need to be like super, super, what's the word? Woo. Woo in a vibe. But you can be someone who 
likes to watch Netflix, likes to listen to gangster rap, hit the club, you know, drink sometimes. You could still be spiritual, mm-hmm. right? It's it's very practical. And it's okay to trust your intuition before you trust, oh God, this is going to go far, but like, you know, trust whatever is being said in the matrix. <laughs> Hey, wait. So, what is the definition of the matrix? Ooh, like, I don't. What does that mean? Okay, you're asking the wrong person. Exactly. Because oh, no. to me, I feel like <laughs> the matrix is more of like, oh man. You know what? It's hard. I can't explain it. So let's look it up. Matrix, an environment or material in which something develops, a surrounding medium or structure. And there's a quote, free choices become the matrix of human life. That's like a whole podcast in itself. What? Yeah. An environment or material in which something develops a surrounding medium or structure. Hmm. Structure. Let's define it as structure. So just like what we're in right now. You have a little battery. Oh, no. Yeah, absolutely. This is the 3D is the matrix. I see. That's hmm. why I like living in the 6D. Again, there's a whole nother podcast. Oh, actually, it's not a whole nother podcast because that's one of the questions too. I hope I am not here, there, and everywhere. If you're listening, if you're listening to this, I am kind of here, there, and everywhere, but I hope you somehow find a bit of a flow in this uh hot mess express that I am. I am the definition of hot mess. Express. To answer the question, though, which I haven't answered yet in like five minutes, what book am I reading now? I will. No, you know what? I will not feel guilty about it. I am not reading a book right now. But the book that I the book that I intended to read is We Should All Be Millionaires by Rachel Rogers. And I adore her. And I'm, I am excited to read her book, but energetically, I just can't focus on that right now. Right now, I'm not in a, um, you know, I'm not in hustle mode. I'm not in money mode. I am in ease and flow. So, and, you know, I don't know if it actually, maybe it is about ease and flow, but I just energetically, I'm not drawn to that book right now, but I will be, I know I will be right now. What I really want to read is rise sister rise by Rebecca Campbell. Um, one of my, um, beloved books in the beginning of my, you know, ascension and spiritual awakening that like really helped to catapult me and was recommended by Natalie Kipling of Headwaters Wellness was Rebecca Campbell's book, Light is the New Black. And I feel like Rise, Sister, Rise will help me in this era of me. Milan, how can I help? There's some plugs down here. Milan needs to uh, charge her phone. I almost knocked up. What? <laughs> a, I almost knocked over my Christmas tree. B, she just took a diffuser to the face. That's amazing. Are you okay? <laughs> Woo, what a day. You do that. So that's the book I intend to read right now. 
and I should get out of my emails so we don't hear that chime anymore. Now, hope that answers that question. Okay. What else? Okay, so about, I guess, since we mentioned this, the sixth dimension, why do I talk about it? Oh, Lord, here we go. Um, so, Milan, where do I start? Okay. Spiritual, spiritual awakening ascension has brought me to really, really tapping into intuition and really, really just trusting my heart, trusting my subconscious trusting myself and not really looking outside um for what am i trying to say here for ins- inspiration because the more i seek guidance outside of my own mind mm-hmm. the more confused i get the more I get wrapped up in, oh my God, what is happening? I'm doing everything wrong. What do I do next? How do I do it? And um, and I think that's just because I'm just, I'm not meant to follow the 3D business plan. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Yeah. Good question. And I'm gonna try and you just it. like you you brought that out of nowhere, like maybe last week you just like I woke up and I came into your room and I said hello and you're like, I'm in the 6D. And I'm like <laughs> Jamma. Great. Okay, first and foremost, <laughs> let me thank I am 6D now. <laughs> My amazing friend, Angela Solorzano. Angela Solorzano was kind of like placed into my life at this time because I guess I need her at this time. So thank you, universe. Um, For Angela Solorzano, who um, in a hypnotic state kind of helped me bring out who I am and how I operate. And it brought clarity to my purpose, my dharma. So in the 60, you know, and then kind of looking back into things and kind of pulling things apart and putting things together, it just makes sense. In the 60, it's like these, like things that happen here and now don't really affect me. Like the things that stress people out, I'm just like, why, what, like, why does that stress you out? Why is that a thing? Why? You know, why can't you just be? There's like this element of just being. And and what do you mean? Like what what things that stress other people out? What do you mean? Like give examples. Who okay. Um okay, so for example, oh man. I'm going to be your devil's advocate. Yeah, like that's that's tough on the spot. Um okay, so for example, okay, let's let's take this very basic. Um something that used to bother me and bother a lot of people like road rage. 
Mm. Right. So unless I'm like literally having like a near death experience where someone almost hits my vehicle, um, like the way people drive, don't bother me. It's not worth being bothered over. Like some people will really lose their mind and be like, this mofo cut me off. And we're like, what's your problem? And, you know, like, or, you know, just like speeding around like ridiculously. I used, and I used to do all of these things, right? But now it's just like, okay, if I know I'm going into the city, I know I need to give myself extra time for city driving so that I don't get stressed out. And people who quote unquote cut me off, clearly they need to be somewhere sooner than I do. Mm -hmm. or you know they're that stressed out in their life that they must get somewhere so fast or they need to manage their time better than I do or you know I just kind of like I feel bad for them it's like instead of like hating them and half the time these people that quote-unquote cut you off don't even mean to they just like (laughs) their driving skills are just not at par (laughs) or they can be you know a senior driver or they could be a junior driver and you know what I mean like their perception of you know a safe lane change is just not a safe lane change yeah right something as simple as that Mm -hmm. true if that makes sense hopefully it does but so how does that translate to you being in the 60 like what it's just like like that's just such a human thing to like worry about you just, I just don't worry about, you know, small stuff anymore. I don't worry about things like that. Okay. So That's what nice about stuff. like big stuff? Like say you're having money problems mm-hmm. because like, honestly, like, I mean, I think we're pretty, I mean, I don't know what our money situation is, but <laughs> like, I think we're pretty we're good. well off right mm-hmm. now. What about when people aren't very well off? Like, well, you can know, they sit in the 6D still, like, can they still be like, oh, everything's going to be fine? Or do they have to do they have to be in the matrix? And do they have to kind of be capitalists? Ooh, whoa. Do they have to become, do they have to go into the capitalism? Listen to you, 21. Can you do, do some for me? She's only 21, folks, and she is really testing my abilities here. Well, that's a great question because um, if you are worrying about money and struggling with money, I guess I will say that you are kind of like in the matrix. You're just living in 3D. You're living in the now. You're living in the stuff. And like I said, I was there too. Mm-hmm. You know that so, there's... So, so what I'm saying is, can you... Can you truly go into the 6D without having to experience any of the 3D? I think it's important to experience the 3D to get to 6D. You have to like, I don't think it's the right word, but yeah, you could, you got you have to kind of earn your way there. You have to take your bumps and bruises. You have to learn your lessons. Without learning your lessons, you cannot be there right growth comes from the hardships the struggle the darkness it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't descend that's why it's called ascending Mm -hmm. that's that's how you get there 
you learn the lessons that life teaches you. You you go through those experiences that make you wiser, that give you that wisdom to say, you know what, that that was small stuff. And you you won't get that wisdom without having those experiences, those tough things. Mm-hmm. It's all part of it. Facts. <laughs> Hope that helped. All right. Oh, here's a fun one to do with my child. Why do I hate on on the elf on the shelf? <laughs> Let me ask you. Are you are you um are you sad that I never did elf on the shelf? No. It wasn't really, but it it also like I don't know, it wasn't like a thing for us. Like, you sure it was. I remember. What do you mean? Your siblings anyway asked about Elf on the Shelf. Maybe you were a little bit beyond Elf on the Shelf? Maybe. I don't know. I don't think any of my friends ever talked about the Elf on the Shelf. Mm. So. I wonder Elf when it started. Wasn't really like a thing for me. I immediately shut it down with my kids. Here, okay, let me let full disclosure. I if anyone who does it, I I commend you. That's amazing. You have fun with Christmas and the holiday spirit. And I just personally don't want to do Elf on the Shelf. Elf on the Shelf started when? Shelf. Shelf started in 2005. Oh, that's why. No, no 2005. 2005. Started back in 2005. Hmm. Okay. Well, I guess it obviously got bigger after that. So yeah, you. I guess you were. I mean, beyond like, it like, again. Like I knew of it. Yeah. But yeah. Wah wah. Yeah. It so like scary. I said, yeah. Somebody. I don't know which of my children, but somebody had asked about it, and I was like, okay. So let me <laughs> let me tell you that Elf on the Shelf. It was just just too much at that point to like. I knew that. I knew that the the. The kids would probably find out that it's parents. I don't know. Anyways, I hope nobody's kids are listening. And I just, I just absolutely demolished Christmas yeah. spirit for them. You just killed their dreams. <laughs> I just, I, I flat out said to my kids, so listen, that like, you know, there's, there's Santa and then there's that, but that's like, <laughs> that is a, uh, you know, a thing that, you know, parents do. And, you know, it's, it's, it's fun, but I'm like, I don't, if it was a gnome on the home or something. Gnome in the home. Gnome in the home. (laughs) Maybe I should invent gnome in the home because it's much cuter. But yeah, I just, uh, I just, I didn't think it was cute. And then I was, and then it was like, okay, so every day I got to move this thing and the kids will be entertained that it's doing naughty things that is the worst part of it Mm. it's about how naughty can this elf be and then this elf who's so bad dictates whether my kids will have a good christmas or not Mm. like i just feel like the concept just doesn't make any sense to me Mm -hmm. and don't touch it but let it just f up my house run your house yeah (laughs) Let it mess up my house. Let it just mess up everything. And the kids can't do this stuff, but it's really cool. And the kids can like find out what it does. Mm. I don't know. Not a fan. Yeah. Not a fan. There's nothing 
endearing or magical about shit disturbing my house. <laughs> That's how I feel about Elf on the Shelf. So if you love it, you do you. I, and there are, I do have some adult friends that absolutely love setting this stuff up um, for their kids. So if you like it, I mean, hey, do your thing. I can see it being like fun because you enjoy seeing your kids like get all excited about it. Mm-hmm. I think I would get well because like especially if you have to do it every Christmas like and every day out, yeah every Christmas to. every day <laughs> like having to figure out oh my god where am I gonna put the damn hell every day and I it's got to be creative every time yeah and if you don't move that elf it t- you're gonna hear from your kids you're gonna hear about it why isn't the elf yeah. moving mom is the elf is, is it- the health okay <laughs> do we need <laughs> to call the North Pole ambulance <laughs> it's a lot lot. at least santa comes once yeah once Mm -hmm. in the whole year one day Mm -hmm. so that's my elf on the shelf opinion personal opinion again you do you i completely respect your choices not my thing Mm -hmm. and yeah some parents can get really creative so like kudos to those parents that go all out all out i've i've seen a lot um I've had someone also ask uh, about uh, my weight loss. I had one of my friends send me a picture and be like, oh, you look amazing. Like, what are you doing? Um, I'm not really doing much different. And I think I've lost about 10 pounds since last year. Mm. Truly and honestly, truly and honestly, I think it's just more of listening to my body and like not doing things that I used to be able to do. If you can't do it anymore, don't do it. Like, you know, we used to do the late night snacking and I used to be able to eat whatever. And then there was this one night that I had a heartburn. I don't know how my husband, I don't know how daddy can have heartburn every single night because that's that's a horrible feeling. I had it one night and I was like, nope, not doing this again. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, listening to my body, if it doesn't like something, it doesn't matter how many years I've been doing it before. If my body doesn't like something, I'm like, okay, note taken. The stomach aches or that full and bloated feeling is not worth it. Another huge thing in regards to listening to my body is actually not knowing how unhappy my body was before. Like, I think many of us have heard of that term gut health, and I never really knew anything about it. And I didn't realize that I was just living every single day with inflamed intestines. Mm. So I just assumed that I was just, it was my body type that I was bloated. And that, you know, just because I've always been a fuller bodied person, like for, like for my whole lifetime, Mm -hmm. for as long as I can remember, like I never had the beautiful bodies that my girls do. Um, for example, God bless them. Um, I've always been like that thicker, thicker person. Um, and I think it's really just because I've been eating foods that my body wasn't happy with. So I always thought that like, really my body was very, very super square. My stomach always protruded, but really it was inflamed intestines and I wasn't always full of food. Well, well, maybe I was. But like, if you were living with Lola and Lola, you probably were. 
Yes. Anybody with anybody who grew up in, in a Filipino household probably We're has probably inflamed intestines. <laughs> and yeah, you're probably full of food. So, so true. Because <laughs> goddamn. <laughs> food is love in my culture. And I know there's a lot of cultures that can um that can relate to that. Um but yeah, I probably was full of food. <laughs> but like knowing what foods would kind of like activate that infl- inflammation much quicker than others by just, I guess, kind of like eliminating eliminating certain things at certain times. And then like, again, listening to my body is what kind of helped. So I can talk deeper into that at another time. But yeah, it's a lot of just listening to my body. And if it tells me that it doesn't like something, especially when it's like loud and clear, I listen because it's not worth it's not worth the pain. It's not worth the discomfort. It's not worth the low energy. Listen to your bodies, ladies, or book a discovery call with me and we can talk about that. I think that's kind of it. I did pull some some tarot cards today. I don't know if anybody wants to hear them. Would you, sure. Do you have a question for me or do you want to do you no. want to go into the tarot cards? I don't have any questions at the moment. No, no. Okay. I, I felt like pulling from three different decks. <laughs> That's okay. Which one should I? I picked from my tarot deck, my angel guide, oracle guidebook, and my starseed oracle guidebook. Let's go with tarot first. Tarot. The card I pulled today is the ace of wands. It's nice. a beautiful card. I love this deck. Everything is just so gorgeous. The graphics are absolutely stunning. Looks like Rihanna. It does look like Rihanna. Ace of Wands. I love this. I love this for whoever I pulled this for. It's probably myself and you and all of my fabulous friends that are listening to this. Ace of Wands is um, New Ideas. The seed of potential, the arrival of inspiration, illumination, intense creativity, the mirror-like nature of consciousness, the interconnectedness of all things, and the ability to manifest anything. Yes, queens. Yes, queens. (laughs) Shake that neck. (laughs) This ace contains all the sparks for all the ideas, and they are generating intensely powerful light for you right now. She is connecting you with the one cosmic mind, a universe consciousness, and her delightfully magical soup that is brimming with colossal creativity. Soup. Soup. Mm. A flame burns here that is meant for you, but it hasn't been put to use yet. What will you create with this boundless potential? It's an actual questione. What will you create with this boundless potential? I said it again for the people in the back. Stay open to receive inspiration and insight. You may be shown new information about your divine purpose or soul path, or you may even feel compelled to put something completely new into the world. If it feels good, it probably is good. And even though this ace can only predict the inception of something new, it also suggests that all of the energy to bring this project, idea, or feeling to a successful completion 
is available to you. Mm -hmm. And if you want to go with a mantra for today, a good one is, I seed my brilliant future with the roots of creativity and inspiration. Mm -mm -mm. That's a good one, my friends. It's Mm -hmm. a good day. It's a good day. It's a good day. And it's a good time to end this chat, I think. Since there's no more questions, I've answered them all. Freed. Unless you've got another one for me. I'm good. Yeah, me too. Well, thank you for tuning in. I hope that I didn't confuse your world <laughs> with my little, little bit of everything in my 6D. <laughs> yeah, 6D. It's so fun up here. And if you want to be in my energy, again, book a coaching call, sign up for my mentorship. I have a retreat coming up. Ooh, there's one. You could just catapult yourself into my 6D energy with an amazing retreat with some amazing facilitators. Amazing. Amazing. So talented. And to be in the energy of this collective is going to be pretty great. Pretty great. Pretty great. Unreal. A great way to start your 2024 on February the 3rd. 2-3-2024, February 3rd, 2024. It's magical. That date alone is magical. Mm-hmm. Only 15 spots, so I hope you can make it. Love you. Peace out.